What's up, guys? I'm Chino. Throughout my journey, I have learned to take each moment, job, relationship, and opportunity as a gift. Each week, I will be sharing my personal experiences, fresh insight from my guests, and discussing topics that help listeners best relate to the journey. I'm deeply passionate about sharing what I've learned in my life to help inspire, motivate, and show that we are never alone. With hardships comes healing, and with personality comes hoops. This is Chino's Best. Guys, what's up? Episode four. Sitting here with (laughs) a little shitbag herself. Oh, what's up? Who are you? I am the youngest, the fucking, the baddest, the the bestest, the Tiki Bob responsible fire. I didn't. Scandal. It was your fault. You shouldn't have let underage people (laughs) in the bar. This is a great start. I'm just saying. I. It was your honestly all on you, but I had a good time. Guys, this is my little sister. Tony's on the podcast on episode (laughs) four. If you can't tell, there's like an instant amount of bickering. On who who does what, who says what. We are sitting in her closet of her brand new... This is so fucking ghetto. It's like, not ghetto. Okay. Listen, she says ghetto, I say whatever it takes. I mean, we're literally sitting in between shoes. Yeah, but whatever it takes like this is this is a beginning okay just picture well, then it get a studio maybe in like 10 years that'd be cool 10 years are you underestimating my progress a little bit oh my <laughs> god i'm just kidding no but okay it's, give me two years actually honestly uh, i should probably get half the profits because for you're what you're in my closet like i oh built this house oh my god so what do you even mean are you asking for royalties <laughs> to re-record in the closet <laughs> oh shit i think i probably should easy r kelly like <laughs> i'm wheeling and dealing <laughs> <laughs> well i mean caesar came up with the name chino's best no he didn't yeah he really did you sent it to me the same time you were asking him and i said the same thing so <laughs> so you're asking can... for royalties too no i just deserve them oh Oh, so that's where we're at. All right, so episode four. <laughs> She's growling. Uh, episode four. Tony and I are going to talk about a little bit about her life, a little bit about how things were when we were kids. Bitch, if you tap your phone one it more time. It won't read my face, and that's the most annoying thing. It's me. Hello. <laughs> this is very unprofessional right now. People are probably already annoyed. Oh, I mean, they can hop off, but all right. Uh- or no, I want people to stay around. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so we're going to talk about how things were when we were kids, the differentiation between how things are now, just societal-wise, and Tony has two kids of her own. She's going to be a future stepmom to her boyfriend's kid, so a total of three boys. Mm. How do you feel about that? <laughs> it's a stinky house. <laughs> It's a very, like, I don't know, whoever has, like, a lot of brothers, like, okay, the Schaefers, for example. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry to your mom. I mean, I just feel for her. I I love, oh, wow, I miss her. But Um, still, like. But, yeah, no, it's just kind of Well, and Christina was the only girl. I don't know how much time you spend around kids, but they're disgusting. Yeah, they really are. And then you mix a man into that, and it's like, wow. 
what am I doing here? I feel here? like Eric is well-groomed, though. He's very well-groomed. He literally is probably the hottest like dude ever. No, but it's in the best way. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Want, like, you need to put stuff in your hair. I don't care who you are. You <laughs> need to put... <laughs> You need to, I don't like... I care who you are. He takes his yeah, time. Yeah, but you have curly hair. Mom has curly hair. I mean, Jessica he has, has curly hair. But he has, like, wavy hair. Like, guys who just, like, let it flare out and, like, don't groom themselves, you're just not... Like a poof. You're not going anywhere in life. <laughs> like, you need to groom your hair. Anyways, that's just one thing. But, yeah, his outfits are, like, the best. Like, he's probably the hottest man I've ever seen. All right. That's not what we're here to talk about. Anyways. Shout out, Eric. <laughs> Holy shit. Thanks for watching the kids while we do this, bud. Yeah, that's true. That's he's true. Got he's probably three. so annoyed right he's now. He's so annoyed. The Pacer game is on right now. And he can't watch it because they're can't watching watch Frozen. It. How he annoying. Frozen. He's got three boys downstairs with him so we can sit in the closet and record this podcast. Literally probably cussing me at this moment. That's fine. Anyways. So all of that initial rambling being said, um, we just want to sit here and chat about some things that stuck out to us as kids, kind of how things were a little easier, a little more nonchalant. There wasn't as high of a like worry level for parents as opposed to what Tony is doing differently now and what she's going to probably be doing as a parent. Um, that just stems from a combination of how we were raised versus how society is now and how difficult that makes it to give your kids like the freedom to be able to you know explore and kind of have their own form of independence okay so let's just start out with tell us a little bit about yourself like pretend like I don't know you at all like how would you summarize who you are well one thing that really bothers me if everyone calls me Tony like I hate it you like Antonia? I literally love Antonia. I really? love the name. And everyone, just hear me out. It's Antonia. Not Antonia. Not <laughs> Antonia. Not Antonio. Not Antonia. None of that. It's Antonia. Antonia. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> Chanel that used to work with me used to call me that. She's just... I guess anything's possible in today's society. Yeah, that's not it. It's Antonia. Okay. But... A lot of people, too, will come up to me, like, downtown or something, like, A-Train. Like, they know me by my handle. Oh, yes. Because I've been that handle life. for, like, I've been it since I was probably in, like, 7th or 8th grade. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. But, yeah. It's literally, oh, my God. It's, it's literally been, been like, 10-plus years. People DM me and be like, can you sell your handle to me? And I'm like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> I'm good. Don't you ever. Um, I'm an insurance agent. For who? Allstate. So if you want to save some money, hit me up. Shout out to Allstate. Why'd you choose Allstate? Because I can do anything I want with my own schedule. I can, I le- I'm so good at saving people money. It's a good company. Like I worked for Geico before that, worked for American Family. And this one just like made it 10 times easier to yeah. enjoy Yeah. And what you're Tom, doing. like my, my owner, my, not technically my boss, but my boss. He's just the best part of it because he's so cool about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a mom of three, two my own, one not, like you said. Dude. It's a lot. How old are you now? 24. That's crazy. It's wild. Not 19 and getting if you. If you pop your I can't. goddamn knuckles one more time. I really can't stop myself. Anyways. Anyways. What did you say about being 19? I said not 19 and getting you fired from Tiki Bob's. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey Kemp I love her I'm coming for you sis She she probably wants to be called out 
honestly. She really does. You can enjoy Square it. up. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh what she always God. says to me. Why does she... Oh, God. Okay, so you're 24, a mom of three. You just built this brand new house in Brownsburg. You're an insurance agent. Pittsburgh. Like, well, okay. I'm like, just saying, if I don't Technically set that a Pittsburgh address, but, like, you're in freaking Brownsburg. So, if you had to, like, describe yourself, like... Like, when I say, who are you, obviously, we have your age, your name, and Antonia. Mm-hmm. But, like, who are you? I I'm feel a, like... I'm a down-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know, but it sounded right. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm down, dude. I'm chill. I'm. I'm That's super I'm, true. I'm moving with the flow. Don't don't really care about... Grooving. Don't care what's going on around moving me. Grooving and grooving, baby. Don't care what people are doing. You know, do you. Have a good life. I feel like you just... I just don't care. Yeah. That's It's honestly probably an issue. Yeah. But I, I don't care. Like, it's, it's literally like you're so chill just because you truly don't give a shit. Yeah. I didn't used to be that way, but yeah. That's true. I feel like it's better now. Yeah, I, I like, I really like it this way. I'm okay with it. You're really relaxed. It's kind of I kind of just think of myself as like a treat. Like, I'm just free. I'm just growing. I'm being pretty. I'm changing with the seasons. I have really deep roots. Like, I'm a tree. <laughs> I don't even know what to say because that's honestly really great. Like, that's awesome. That's, that's a great reaction. I've But when someone looks at you and says, <laughs> I'm a tree. <laughs> I would just think, okay, they're a down-ass bitch. Like, that is not what I think when someone says, I'm that's a tree. You're not a tree. You're a bird that you don't think the Why way trees think. Bird? I don't know. You're flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Shitting on people's life. <laughs> Shitting on people's life flying everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh. I don't even. <laughs> hi. Hi. If you guys can hear Lincoln. He, he won't literally... leave me alone. Hey, baby. Say hi. Hi. Say... Hi, Bubba. Say I love you. I love you. This one, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is we yeah. Don't know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> He said, yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh. no. So if that right there isn't just the most authentic moment of Lincoln crashing in as we're trying to record this, all of you moms out there, shout out to you because I don't know how the hell you do it. Tony's literally had to get up and like go fix this situation of hey, watch this, hey, it's time for bed, like, four times now, so, I'm back. right, if that's not just a visual, so we just want to say appreciation to all the moms. Okay, so we're here with Antonia, the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, off the top of your head, what are, like, some main things that make you think of our childhood? Like, what are some things that you instantly think of? I... Oh my god, what makes me think of childhood? So like dinosaur chicken nuggets for some reason, like really? Yeah. Yeah. What were those? You guys the, oh We're going in the god. wrong direction. I'm just hungry. <laughs> Probably. But what were those tray things that had like the brownies? You put them in the microwave and it had brownies, the, chicken the cos- fingers. Yeah. Um, not, they weren't cosmic brownies. Not the, those are No, dope. I know I'm not talking about cosmic brownies. They're called like lean or kid cuisine yeah yeah i'll still get those the problem is i want to eat like six at a time and not like one now because you're not full and they're like 230 or something a piece and i'm like wow no i'm good no you make them Um, cheaper 
Yeah, no, we don't need that. Just kidding. But, but like, childhood-wise, like, what are some main things that, like, stick Riding out to Riding my bike everywhere, okay. literally everywhere, from yeah. the time the sun came up in the summer to the time that it was dark. Yeah. No matter what, I'd come home, like, randomly and get popsicles or a oh drink. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, we just were never there. Yeah, I was never home during the summer. Guys, just a little side note, I really don't remember a lot of my childhood. I... I remember things when I look at pictures, and I remember things when Tony tells me stories, but it's, like, overall, I just feel like there's been, like, random trauma in my life, whether it be with relationships or, like, our, I mean, we'll get into this on a different day, but, like, our dad committed suicide, so there's Yeah, there's, like, a lot of that time that I blocked out. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of things in my life that are just blacked out so and I start to remember things as she tells me so bear with us on this journey but hopefully it's just gonna be a fun one um but we've got kid cuisines riding our bikes that's really true though I honestly remember that those like icy like popsicle things you Mm -hmm. just cut off the top and like Mm -hmm. I have some in my freezer right now I feel like you did you used to sell those to people I was a big fan yeah (laughs) I'm yeah. not sure what I did, but I used to ha- take, like, six at a time when I left the house. Yeah. And, like, go around the block, I'd be done and come back and get some more. I just, So how does that make you feel as a parent? Like, if, if Lincoln or Giovanni or Vincent was like, hey, Mom, I'm going to go ride my bike for, for whenever I'll be oh, home when I'm home. No, I don't think so. The things are not the same. I, literally not the same. I know that sounds so cliche, but nothing is the same as it was, like, 20 years ago there's no way I'm that laughing because like I just want to start rapping Drake like nothing oh. was the same shout out to Drake best concert in <laughs> Chicago ever ever like that was the movement that was great anywho yeah um um so you wouldn't let your kids ride the bike no like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't even take them into Walmart with me. What? No, I. you think that's dumb, but, like, that video that I watched from that guy in Texas, like, bl- or shooting up the Walmart, mm. the mass shooting in Texas that time, like, and the fact that two happened in different places, like, back-to-back. No, but the video, it literally shows, like, the woman in the front of the parking lot, and you can see her get shot down. And, like, that shit, that messes with me. I, I cannot when watch that. I you were pregnant, that. and you were like, I tried I to go I was pregnant, yeah, yeah. You were like, I tried to go into Walmart for chicken, and I can't. I like, had I a panic leave. attack. I yeah. was like, I was like, I'm definitely, I'm going to have to jump in an aisle, and I won't fit. Like, I was like, I'm going to have to get on, like. <laughs> you won't fit in an aisle? It was a real fear. I was, like, eight and a half months pregnant, and I was like, what <laughs> if my. aisle? No, but, like. I, <laughs> an aisle is No. Like fucking eight feet I wide. meant, like, I meant, like, I'm not going to be able to get around people oh. in an aisle, like, quickly. Because you can't hit your belly, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was also thinking, like, that movie where she had the baby in the grocery store. Oh, my God, yes. What is that with Natalie Portman? Yeah. If you guys can think about it, then put it in the comments when you listen to this episode. (laughs) Hey, so do you think you're, like, hypersensitive because you have such a connection, like, media-wise now? And we didn't have that when we were younger. So, like, we didn't have a connection to all the media constantly feeding us, like, what's going on different places. No, because I don't really watch it like that. The only time I figure things are going – or figure things are going out, find out things are going on is from, like – twitter or instagram like i'll see all like 11 posts at once about it i don't watch the news it's depressing honestly but that's the thing is like so if you 
But if you didn't have social media, like, do you think you would still be that way on, like, your kids riding their bikes or going into Walmart with you? If I didn't know about it? Probably, because you can pick up vibes on people. You can definitely tell that people are not as nice as they used to be. They're not as respectful as they used to be. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about it like that. So I wrote down a couple things that stick out to me. So I'm going to read them to you. And I just want, like, I want, like, your one-word reactions. Oh, my God. Are you ready? I guess. Here's the first one. Pool in the driveway. Redneck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Biking to Speedway for hot fries and Mountain Dew slushies. I still do that. I mean, I don't bike, but (laughs) I drive there daily. What's one word, though? One word. Um, delicious. Ooh, that's that's a good one. Delicious, that's key. Okay, next one. Volleyball, open gyms. Knee pads. That's the first thing that comes to your fucking mind. Yeah, because only good volleyball players know how to play without knee pads. That's, that's what true. Pierce taught Dude, me. Jordan Hurley never wore knee pads. You She's never a, wore knee no, pads. No, I never did, but Jordan's a savage. She's like, a savage. I think that part of her knees, like, just don't even probably yeah. work anymore. Probably not, actually. Okay, so, next one. When we would fight and then call mom on the home phone like 50 times. There is no we in that. (laughs) I called mom on the phone 50 times because I was getting the shit beat out of me. So just so you guys know, it really was like a remote fight. It was... No. No, it was literally Mm. like... Who wanted Hannah Montana? Who wanted Wizards of Waverly Place? There's no, 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 no. That was not what it was about. It was like. Well, sometimes. Did you just look at me like that? (laughs) Come here. Come here. (laughs) We called my mom on the phone so many times. We call her work phone. And she always knew. Stop calling me. Yeah, because. She's like gritted teeth. My neighbor literally had to come get me from the house because, remember when Judy had to come take me? Yeah. You know what I had to do? I had to go clean Judy's house for getting the <laughs> shit beat out of me. Okay, no, okay. But here's the thing. You need to be you need to be honest about this. You were a fucking shit bag. No, occasionally. You were a sneaky little shit bag. So I would just beat your ass and I would have no fear. I'd be like, no, fuck this. I'm There's... done. I'm about to punch you right now. And you would be like, mom, Kinsey hit me. But you wouldn't tell mom well, that because... you threw the remote at my forehead first and then you'd pick pinch me or you'd hide and be a little troll like it was it was not it was not that you were just some like innocent little cupcake getting your ass beat I think we're getting sidetracked (laughs) (laughs) okay all right yeah all right we'll go with that okay okay so next one football in the street one word dad okay cutting grass hell no I mean, that's, that's two words. words. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Did you ever cut the grass? I feel Dude, like I always cut I the grass. spent an entire summer cutting, like, four neighbors' grass, too. Really? I just feel like maybe because I was four school years older that I didn't realize that you were doing that because I was always at volleyball. Probably, but then I was always at volleyball, too. Yeah, but, like, no, I was at basketball. times were different. Because no. you had summer basketball stuff. Yeah. Okay, next one I have. Um, mom gone all day. One word. What does that make you, like, what's the first word that you think of? Like, do you think you could ever do that? Like, mom would straight up leave, and when we were, like, younger, it would be... Well, she had to. Well, yeah, I mean, she was working, but I'm saying, like, you could not leave... Oh, no, no, I can't Now, even go, I can't as even... a human being, no. and, and, like, lock your kids out of the house and be like, hey, I'll be there at five. No, I can't even go to the grocery store. 
So I feel like we just had a lot of freedom when we were younger, just riding our bikes everywhere and just kind of being like locked out of the house, doing our own thing. So being raised like that, and you obviously turned out amazing. Like you have a job, you own a home, you are a mom of three, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I guess my thing is if, if it worked out so well for you, but you're saying that you're doing things completely differently as a mom because is it that you can't trust society? Well, no, I'm really not, though, because we didn't get left at home when we were two years old. Oh, no, I'm not saying, like, currently. No, when they're, like, like, eight or nine, I mean, they can handle staying at home if they have to. I'm not worried about that. Okay. I'm talking about, like, in public. Like, I probably would not let them just be on their bike all day if I'm not home. Yeah. But, like, it's it's just because people are weird now, like, especially with kids. They're just weird. You think people are just more bold to, to I just be think, weird? N- I mean, yes, but I think, like, like... I feel like it was more of, like, a secret, a secretive thing when we were younger. Like, people were weird, but you didn't know about it, and now it's just so predominantly, I'll like, just say exposed. A lot of things are accepted that should not be accepted. Like what? Like... If you find trends or things that are like like on inter- like the internet, like Twitter, Twitter will have like a whole page just talking about people who like molest children. Like and there's people that are fan based on those type of pages. That's weird. And that's what I mean. Like things are accepted now that should not be accepted just because everyone's like, Oh, be yourself. Like, there's things that are still screwed up. Like that's messed up. I don't think yeah. like that's what I mean. People are not afraid so to be like who they are. Is normalizing things that being not who be. you are, but in an extreme way. Like, be who right. you are, but we don't care if it's fucked up because be who you are. Like, right. That's what, I mean, I feel like that's everyone's attitude. And, like, I get it. Be who you are to a certain extent. Be who you are to an extent, but, like, culturally, you need to still have boundaries. Yeah, for and sure. I don't feel like people have boundaries anymore. No, if like there's no fear. That's the thing. There's no fear. That's the thing. Yeah. There's no fear. Like, no fear you, of you consequence at, like, at all. None. I. That's what I was telling you today. So, guys, I was watching this uh, Twitter video. It was like it was something really funny, but it was just this five year anniversary of this six foot eight dude just slapping this girl on the subway in New York. Now, mind you. I'm not going to talk about anything I condone or don't condone when it comes to men versus women. That's a topic that I don't really want to get into this early in the ballpark of the game of my podcast. Um, but it was, she was harassing him. She was throwing stuff at him. She was yelling at him, hit him first. He hit her back. And it was like the whole situation was okay because she was doing it to make a video. And then it was okay that he reacted because Twitter okayed it. Yeah. So it's just, like, things that really aren't okay that we used to have boundaries for. Like, people are, like, they're completely fearless. Like, But social complete... media has filled that gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so, like, my point is, like, strangers will walk up and start a fight with you for a video. Right. That's Like, like there's zero fear anymore. Yeah. It reminds me of The Purge. It's really weird. I think one day we will get to that point. I do, too. I really do. And I, I think it'll be in my lifetime. Yeah, me, too. Which that's, is terrifying. It's so scary. But, I mean, whatever. But I think that that, like, okay, so um, I'm 27, and I have no kids. I'm single. Recently ended a relationship. You've been with Eric now for almost two years. Mm-hmm. And you guys have a kid together and then two kids separately. Mm-hmm. 
when you're thinking about the concept of your kids being older, like that is something that I deeply fear. I'm like, should I even have kids? Now, mind you, I'm obsessed with children. You obviously know this. Obsessed with kids. I love kids. They fill my heart. I have had multiple jobs just like you, like trying to be near kids and do things when it comes to child development. But did it ever cross your mind, like with everything going around with social media, with politics, with how the world spins now, like, do I really want to continue having kids? Because when they are our age, how screwy things can be. No, I don't even think that way because like, I'm excited for them to be older. Like I trust the way that Eric and I are going to raise them that like things like that won't matter to me True, but it doesn't scare you the way that society is the way that it's zero no, fear no because I mean that'll give them also a chance to be fearless true but you also said that you think that the purge will be in your lifetime so like what if your kids are going through having to deal with a purge I mean do what you have to do <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. I believe in certain things along those lines. I just we don't feel, have to get into I, but I honestly feel like the world itself is not as respectable when it comes to being like conservative in in over the top speaking your mind, over the top yeah. acting on your thoughts. And so for me I'm like, damn, do I really want to bring kids into this world because by the time that they're my age, like things are going to be so so crazy like it's not going to be safe for them I guess it's not safe for us yeah it's the same thing okay so when it comes to being a mom what are the I would say give me like five key things that are 100% you want to do them as a parent you're not wavering on them like that is how you're going to raise your kids um I think really just understanding that you cannot have everything that you want when you want it. And I know people will disagree with me like that, like the dreamers, like that's a really big difference in me and Eric. He's my dreamer and I'm his realist. So like a lot of times I'm like, dude, you got to teach them like you can't just grow up and be a millionaire. And he's like, yes, you can. What makes you think mm, you can? Okay. But I'm talking about more realistic I like things. I were too. Like, like I was the moon. He was the sun. That was the whole thing is I'm like the gravity and that's, like, the dreamer aspect, well, like, the I, excitement. And I respect it, but, like, you have but to teach your realistic. children, like, they can't be in, you know, class and be like, hey, teacher, I want to leave early. And the teacher says no, and they lose their shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have that's one thing. Like, you definitely have to teach them. Okay, so and that's number one. So what's Another thing probably just to be selfless. Selfless like, how? Like, really just help anyone you can. You know, like, if people need your assistance, no matter if you agree with it, you don't, like, I mean, I just... What's an example? Okay, um, what's an example? Okay, in high school, I would literally leave who I was sitting with, the jocks, the athletes, whatever, in lunch, Mm -hmm. and go sit with a girl who I had no one else to sit with. Like, I would always do that. Okay, so just being mindful of being Like, be selfless. Like, don't always be thinking about, like, what's this going to do to my image? What's this going to do to my relationships? Like, be be a good person. Okay. And then number three? Um, hmm. When it's coming to, like, how you're raising your kids. Like, the top five things that are imperative to instill in them. Just give loves. 
I always tell Lincoln, <laughs> I didn't teach him give me kisses or hugs. I taught him to give me loves because I want him to feel it when he gives me kisses and gives me hugs. Like, mm. we don't hug people. Do you hug a lot of people? No, I fucking hate hugging. It's very awkward to me, and it's like, makes me feel uncomfortable, and I, I don't hugging. want that for them. Because yeah. it's not. I used to hug people all the time when I was little, but like... Me too. A lot of people hug me, but I think I've just hardened over time where like, it doesn't... It feels like... It, okay, <clears throat> the best way to describe it for me is when people are like, hey, how's it going? And your instant response is, good, how are you? We don't say good, comma, how are you because we actually care about their response. Right. We just say it because it's society mm-hmm. has taught you that's how you're supposed to respond. I feel the same fucking way with a hug. Like, a lot of the time, it feels disingenuine. Like, it feels, yeah. it feels like people are hugging because they see you and you're familiarized with them but like but you don't mean it I want you to don't fucking hug me unless you like care about me the two people that like have ever hugged me and like hugged me tight and meant it and like given me the best hug Mm -hmm. is Taylor Matthews and Sophia LaMasters anytime yes both blonde both gorgeous that they're a little bit younger than me okay but yeah you've been around them but anytime they've seen me out they see me at dinner anything anytime we've hung out before i leave or before i go anywhere they literally genuinely hug me okay so giving give loves i like that i think that should be like I feel like that's your catchphrase because we really do say that to lincoln i say that give loves. all the time give me loves um number um, four just stay healthy like I it's such a big thing to me to keep them active to keep them doing things like I don't want my kids to sit and watch tv constantly and watch my phone and like be stuck in electronics constantly like it's okay to have a movie night or to like Mm -hmm. watch a show in the car if like they're literally losing their mind I fully believe in inner peace yeah but like I don't (laughs) I don't want to like I believe in not strangling you yeah so (laughs) I just want them to stay active. That's a big thing. Okay, stay healthy. So, so do you think that that is hard for you as a parent? Because sometimes, like, it really is easier to throw on a movie as opposed to, okay, let me stand up. Let me run around the house with you. Like, do you make it a point to try and make that effort to run around the house, to be active with oh, them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing what? I mean, do, what do you not do when you have a two-year-old? Like, he will make a game out of anything. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Lincoln constantly just chase each other. That's that's a big game. Okay. Um, I mean, I do turn on movies. When it's colder outside, it's a little easier to do that because yeah. you can't really go outside and do anything. But, like, there's indoor parks in Brownsburg that we go to. Oh, cool. There's, like, I mean, I've taken him to Chuck E. Cheese just for a couple hours. Well, I feel like when we were younger, we had a lot of imaginative things so like joey would come over and we would play play spies spies. yes and like i had that little fbi no i had that little circle thing that you put and it had like a laser yeah Yeah. and dad used to get like so pissed because he'd walk up this was like this little thing it looked like a dome and it had like a little laser on it so when someone walked by it it would set off an alarm so we could always know (laughs) if my dad was coming upstairs so we could stop what we were doing we were basically just being fucking sneaky shitbags. Probably. But, but yeah. still. And then, so for the fifth and final thing that you want to instill in your kids, you've said uh. can't get anything you want. So not being like imperative on, oh, I'm going to do this and then being an asshat to get it. You said being selfless 
give loves and then staying healthy and keeping active. So what's your fifth and final thing? Mm, Be educated. Education is power. Know what you're talking about. Be able to back up what you're representing as a human. But even more like if you're talking about, you know, things that not everyone knows about. Okay, so how, as a parent in today's society, how can you do a better job at helping them be educated? Because obviously the school system is not going to give them, like, the hard knock life version. the first thing that I've done now, even now, I mean, I hear constantly from Lincoln's daycare that he talks better than, like, three- and four-year-olds. Like, I don't talk to him like a baby. I never have. Ooh, I think that's, so, that is key right there. I cannot stand baby and, talk. And he's educated at yeah. two years old. I mean, he can tell me sentences. Granted, they don't sound the best. Yeah. But, like, he knows what he's talking about. I don't I don't treat him like a baby. So, just be educated. Well, I think Jessica did that with Kaylee, too. Like, yeah. always talk to her like an adult. Yeah, it definitely helps. I mean, do what you want to do. But it's worked out for me. It's shown me a lot of his growth. So, what are some things as a parent that you can can help with in self-education so I know like for me uh my mom's older sister was like this book nerd and I remember like going to Aunt Kathy's house and just books galore and I think that's where my obsession with reading got started because I could escape the real world like I could escape mom and dad fighting I could escape like mom being obsessed with you I could escape like me and you fighting you're so extra about that mom is not obsessed yes she is anyone no she's not anyone in the world no because she's my best friend but that doesn't mean she's obsessed with me she loves both of us equally because we're both her children you will understand when you have more than one y'all are about to hear Tony get her lips split on this microphone I will literally end you (laughs) oh my god okay so my mom's not obsessed with Tony but you all heard her just say that they are best friends you also heard me say that that she loves both of her children equally oh my god okay so I was just obsessed with reading and I feel like I learned a lot of stuff and became more of like self-educated things that I was not going to learn in the school system because I was interested in reading. So do you do you have a lot of books for the boys? I mean, I hope they like reading. I it's not that I don't like reading, but I can't get through a book. So like the literally the only book I've ever could keep reading, reading, reading is The Great Gatsby. It's my favorite book. Yeah. So they, you just like want them to be able to I mean, read they have them. a ton of books. I will read to them any day of the week, but like they're not going to see me sitting around reading a book. Like, that's just not how I learn. That's not my way to learn. How do you learn? Other people. I like interaction. I want to mm. learn. I ask questions. I want to know, like... Have you ever, like, gotten on YouTube and just, like, watched random shit? Like, I mean, yes, but no. Stuff? I'm not, like, obsessed with with speakers on YouTube. Do you I, listen to podcasts? No. Really? No, I like, like, face-to-face. But, okay, so I guess my question to that would be, if you're a mom of three and you're running a business with Allstate, like, how the hell are you meeting people to learn new stuff? Well, you talk to new people every day. Who do you think I sell to? Well, yeah, but what are you really learning when someone's calling you freaking out you, about their payment? But that's not that's <laughs> not the only thing there is. Like, you talk to new people every day that are interested in just getting a quote, and that turns into a conversation about their life. Like, you connect with people. It's how you build rapport. Okay. So, I mean, like, you're still talking to people. You're learning things. I've learned. I've made so many connections with having customers. I've made, like, friendships. I mean, there's there's a lot of learning with that. You learn people skills, too. So, overall, I think it's safe to say that just being a 
mom is hard. I mean, obviously it's hard. Like I don't, I really don't know how people do it. Like I have a dog and I love him, but I don't know. It's like a really, I mean, it's worth it a hundred percent, but like, I mean, like you're asking all these questions. What are you going to teach your kids? What are you going to like instill in them? Like your kids teach you. Like Lincoln's taught me a lot of stuff, like how to be patient, even though I'm not always patient. Uh, I mean, just a genuine love. Like it's a whole different connection. So yeah, it's hard, but it's really bizarre it's for me it. too because I feel like you're older than me. Like when you like when we converse about stuff, it's it's I just it's so nuts to me. And this will definitely be like a better conversation when we have Jess here with us. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like when when you have this society pressure to be a certain age and you have to get married, you have to have kids, you have to do this. When other people who are younger than you are doing that, mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you're behind. Like I truly like I I like I mean we're sitting in your fucking master bedroom, walk-in closet, recording a podcast, and you've gotten up what probably twelve times now. Yeah. For Lincoln not going to bed and like hears us in here, my point is is like. I feel behind because I'm not a parent, because right. I'm not in a relationship. And it's just, it's really bizarre to me, like, all of these things that you take from growing up, because you're only 24, like... Yeah, but I'm an old soul, I've been told that. That's true. I've been told that, like, literally my whole life, so... But even at 24, like, being a mom of three, owning a, a home, lot. like, that's a lot. Yeah, but it's exciting, because, like, I wanted to do this stuff young, because, like, at 40... When kids are grown, grown, not grown maybe, but like bigger where they can take care of themselves. Like me and Eric want to live our life. Like we want to go travel. We want to like use all the work that we've been doing now Mm -hmm. and just like enjoy it then. So I wanted to do this young. So you said it's made you more patient. It's made you just more basically like a more genuine type of love. Yeah. And like when people say mama bear, like that's a real, that's a real thing. You get really protective. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I, I don't, if Lincoln's like in the grocery store and he walks past someone, he's like, hi. And they don't respond. I like turn around. I'm like, he said hi. Yeah. No, I do the same thing. Like that shit pisses me off. Don't be rude. I'm like, don't be rude to him. He is such a genuine, like he's so pure. Yeah. Kids are so pure. They don't know like how to be. No, they don't. They're not paying attention to your skin color. They're not paying attention to your shoes what's in your They're grocery so cart what kind of purse you're carrying like the fact that a kid has the courage to look at you and just say hi right like we could learn something from them hi. yeah so i mean things like that i think kids really teach you it's the other way around because like you got to learn how to get three hours of sleep and still get up and do a whole entire day and they need God's you for my life but it's they so need different you. mine is like it's hey, let's bartend and be up until 5 a.m. and then get up at 10 and go coach volleyball. Yeah, it's a different ball game, but it's all the same non-sleep. So when you think back to when we were kids, does it, like, freak you out that things are so different? No. Why? No, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's kind of sad. Like, I think it's freaking oh, ludicrous that roller skating rinks are not open anymore. Like... That's sad. That makes me so sad. It is really bizarre to me that something that was so normalized for us, like going to WoW, mm-hmm. Wheels of Wonder. Yeah. Like, or Skatelands closed yeah, down. It's really sad. That it's just not, it's not, like if I went to my volleyball girls coaching 15-year-old females mm-hmm. and saying, hey, do you guys want to have a team party at the skating rink? 
I can guarantee you that 90% of them don't even know how to fucking put on skates, let alone skate in them. No, get this. So Emma, this is, Emma is Eric's 16-year-old sister. Mm-hmm. And the other day we were um, talking about something and she said something about she wanted to wear pink to somewhere or something like that. And I was like, on Wednesdays we wear pink. And she goes, what? And oh, I gave her no. the dirtiest look, and I was like, what the hell do you mean, what? Did you know Mean Girls is the most quoted movie of all time? Oh, I believe it. Second to that is Step Brothers. And I know every word to it possible, and I'm like, Emma, Mean Girls, you've never seen it? She's like, what is that? Oh, no. I no, wanted no. to punch her in the throat. Nope, absolutely not. Yeah, it was sad. I'm just going to let the audience know that um, we have been trying to record this for an hour and a half now. Lincoln keeps getting out of bed, so he's sitting in here with us. So if you hear a little, a little birdie making a little noise, that's, that's where it's coming what from. He is. He's just a little, a little bird. two-year-old. Um, so Emma doesn't know Mean Girls. No, it's really sad. That's really sad. I can't even imagine like not knowing it. Like culturally changed so many things. Yeah. There are so many quotes and like inside jokes that people have from Mean uh, Girls. It's just right. it, I just don't understand when people don't. I guess it's really sad. So basically what we're concluding is the simple fact that, like, you're doing things similar in the sense of giving your kids independence, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to allow them to have too much. I feel like it sucks. It's hard for me because I feel like when we were younger, having the ability to ride our bikes anywhere we wanted, having the opportunity to kind of, like, hang out with whoever we wanted and do whatever we wanted as long as we were respectful to our parents... That's what makes me, <laughs> told you guys he was in here, that's what makes me more independent as yes, boots. Good job, baby. Um, that's what makes me more independent in the sense of moving to New York or like the sense of when I go somewhere, like I can just, <laughs> I can just like be by myself and it doesn't bother me. Like I'm very independent. Do you think that it will hinder their ability to be independent men because they <laughs> you're okay right no i honestly don't i think i think you just have to teach them how to be independent whether it doesn't matter how what do you they're... teach how do you teach independence if they can't be out being independent you can teach independence inside four walls i mean that's not a big deal four, right? four walls you're right he just said not wow. right now Whoa. I mean, you can teach independence with something Uh, as easy as, like, Mom, I'm done. Take my cup. No, get up and put your cup in the sink. Okay, so you're making it more of, like, an everyday habitual thing, teaching independence and, like, telling them, like, you can do it on your own, you can do this and that, rather than doing it for them. Right, right. So you don't think that them out riding their bikes, doing those things out in the world gives them that sense of independence that it's more of in the household. That you can teach I mean, that. eventually it will be outside the household. Yeah. I mean, they're going to do okay. those things. I'm going to let him, you know, explore and things. But there's there's just got to be different guidelines because safety is just not the same. Yeah, the world is very different. Yeah. Well, guys, this has seriously been so much fun. Um, we've been chatting about having our older sister on here with us. That'll be funny. Oh, God, so funny. Um we are going to dive into that one with uh, our views on marijuana and <laughs> and being siblings and 
marijuana versus alcohol and how that was a huge difference in our household growing up. So please look forward to that. Um, we do have to wrap it up because it is 11 o'clock and our little stinking Lincoln needs to get to go to sleep and he's just excited because Kiki's here and he wants mommy to tuck him in. So um, I do just want to say thank you to everyone that has been tuning in. Thank you so, so much. You know, just even having my family and my best friends putting stuff on their social media, putting stuff you know, on Twitter, whatever the case may be, just being so respectful to my dreams and what I'm trying to accomplish. And we really just want to take a moment to say thank you to all the moms out there, no matter how old you are, young, old, raising kids. Obviously, it's hard. Like, like we're going through it right now. I'm going through it as Aunt Kiki and just learning uh, patience. Yes, <laughs> boots. I know. And that unconditional love aspect. And then just boots. watching, you know, my older sister be a mom now for 13 years. And now Tony is embarking on <laughs> being a mom of three. He currently has my boots on right now, so this is a good time. Okay, can you say goodnight? Say night night. Love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, you're so sweet. So we just hope that everyone appreciated this. We really want to get the chance to dive in more on a different um, episode. But as I said, it's 11 o'clock. we got to get Lincoln to bed. And we're just really appreciative that you tuned into this. So (laughs) the tree is out. (laughs) The tree is out. Is leaving. Is Antonia the tree. <laughs> a train. <laughs> I'm gonna put the tree in my yeah, bio. Yeah, give a final shout out. Like, so you're you said you're with Allstate. Uh, where can we find you <laughs> on social media? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just I mean, A trains the handle. DM me. Instagram and Twitter. Yes, it's everywhere. Um, feel free to send me messages, questions. I'm here as an advisor as well. Um, you know, sh- yeah, shout out to Allstate for sure. Uh, you know, shout out to Eric, who's probably so mad at me right he's now because so he's, mad right now. he's ready to go to bed and I don't blame he's like, him. These are on the wrong feet, too. Yeah, so <laughs> he's it's mad. Been good. He's, re- he's like, I'm ready for bed. I'm ready for bed, too, so I yeah, get it. Same. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. We will um, be. I'll be back. Able- yeah, we're definitely going to have Tony back and then. Obviously, when this is released, we're going to have, like, a question and answer type of update situation. And last but not least, we're starting a new trend, and it's called Chino's Choice. And I basically am just going to give Tony two options, and she has to tell me which one she would rather do. So, Chino's Choice on these. Would you rather have a baby with no epidural or... At the age of 24, hold the sign that dad made for you when you were seven that said, we'll fart for food, <laughs> downtown Indianapolis. <laughs> I can't fart on command, so I guess, <laughs> I guess I would have a baby with no epidural because I just can't do that. Especially with a crowd. Like, I feel like I'd freeze. With a crowd? <laughs> just on the street by Kilroy's will fart for food. I would never stand in front of Kilroy's. I know way too many people. <laughs> I feel like people 
wouldn't know what to do. They'd be like, D- I'm going to give this bitch money because I feel <laughs> bad for her. I would bring a fart machine so I could make money. <laughs> oh, my God. You had a fart machine. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. <laughs> well, that was Chino's choice and a, basically a would you rather. That's going to be a trend every time that we have a guest on the show. So Tony would rather have an epidural. Then hold a sign downtown that says we'll fart for food. You're damn right. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Let us know what you think about the podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Say bye-bye, Lincoln. What? (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for listening to Chino's Best. Be sure to check out the Instagram and Twitter pages at C-H-E-E-K-N-O-W-S-B-E-S-T and follow each week for new topics. Click the link in either bio and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. Special thanks to sponsors involved. And remember, you're not alone. I'll prove it.